pull the microphone over here. That would help. Let's do a show. Good Lord. It's like a, it's like the camera came on and my pants weren't on, man. I don't have a microphone or anything. Hey, guys, welcome to Tuesday, Monday's Hangover. Uh, Going to get into some stuff. Uh, we've learned some more things about this whole uh, shooting. It's still a lot of speculation, a lot of mystery. Uh, the thing that happened this past uh, this past weekend in Allen, Texas. We'll talk about that. Uh, before we do that, though, I, I got something on my mind, and I want to share some thoughts with you um, and just see kind of where you stand with some things because I, I care about freedom, okay? I care about the Constitution, and, and I don't think we're living as Americans anymore by the Constitution. I don't think we have for quite some time. Um, we talk about freedom. We talk about um, the freedoms and the liberty that the Constitution uh, gives us, uh, gar supposedly guarantees us, but it's not a guarantee because if you don't defend the Constitution, then you're not going to have the freedom that it, that it supposedly promises. And we have people who are called lawmakers in our, uh, in our government, both in the states and as well in the Beltway in Washington, D.C., in, in the federal government that do not care about, I mean, they're literally wiping their ass with the Constitution stepping all over it and if they don't believe in the constitution then we have a big problem so i can remember you know i went to seminary and i can remember you know when i got to that age where i thought i knew everything you know how sometimes these 19 20 21 year olds they think they know everything and we do we did you did too uh you get a little knowledge and a little bit of knowledge will puff up right it makes you real proud and i can remember having a debate talking with somebody who uh was an atheist and uh, in the middle of the debate, in the middle of the argument, I quoted a, a verse of Scripture, and they just looked at me. I was so proud of myself because I was like, ooh, I'm winning the argument. And they said, yeah, but I don't believe in the Bible. <laughs> it's like, well, it's kind of hard to win the argument if we're not starting with the same principles. If we're not starting with the same foundation, then it's kind of difficult to argue for something, right? And so when you apply that to the Constitution of the United States— uh, if they don't believe in it, then you can use it all you want. Now, there's a there's a, I don't think, with the exception of maybe John Fetterman, there's probably not a single person in Washington D.C. that can't tell you at least some of what the Constitution says. Now, these federal judges that they're trying to get appointed under the Biden administration, they don't have a damn clue what anything in the Constitution is. That's been shown over and over again in the hearings, and it, it should be appalling the fact that we're putting people in these positions to uphold the law of the land and to enforce the Constitution. You know, whenever you take an oath of office, it is to defend the Constitution and to defend against all enemies, foreign and domestic, right? So a lot of them can quote certain parts of the Constitution. For instance, you take Article 4, Section 4 of the U.S. Constitution. It says the United States shall guarantee to every state in this union a Republican form of government and shall protect each of them against invasion. Now, what's happening at the southern border? They're supposed to be protecting us from invasion. They can quote Article 4, but the powers that be on the left, while they can quote it, they're not doing a damn thing about the southern border, and they haven't for nearly two and a half years. So we've now been invaded by over 160 countries. And there's a recent Pew Research poll that found that 63% of those who are coming to our southern border, 63% are coming from countries other than Mexico and the Northern Triangle. Now, there's a recent NPR poll that found that a majority of Americans, 
they agree that there is a, quote, invasion at our southern border. And you see the videos that are going on of these crowds, these throngs of people that are coming waiting for the expiration of Title 42. That's going to happen on Thursday. And I don't think you're ready for what's coming. Uh, nobody, not even, you know, the so-called border czar, Kamala Harris, or Alejandro Mayorkas, the Secretary of Homeland Security, not a single one of them in this administration cares. Now, we told you yesterday how Mayorkas says, we're ready. We've been preparing for a year and a half, and it's a surge. They're aware of Article 4, Section 4. They know it, but they'll still allow the invasion to come. In fact, they welcome it. I said on the News and Why It Matters yesterday that we, we've got morons in charge. They know what they're doing. They're not morons in the sense that they don't know what they're doing. They know exactly what they're doing. They're doing it on purpose, but they're morons in the sense that they don't appreciate the consequences of what's going to come. Because when someone invades and they decide to just pillage your land and goods, they don't care who you voted for. They don't care what political party you belong to. They don't care what your ideology or your philosophy or your altruism or your humanitarian bent or what you feel about cl climate changes. They don't care. They'll come kill you. They'll come take your shit. They don't care. All right. So they're actually welcoming it because they want to see the systematic fall. And here's the deal. The puppet masters, just as a side note from everything I'm saying about the Constitution, as a side note, the puppet masters are throwing it in your face right now by putting these morons in charge because they want to prove to you that they could do it and there's nothing you could do about it. The puppet masters, the powers and the money, the brokers out there that are putting the John Fettermans and the Mayorkas's and the Kamala Harris's and the Joe Bidens, the ones who's putting them in place, they're doing it to throw it in your face just to say, hey, there's nothing you could do to stop us. And we're seeing this over and over again. So they're putting people in power. For instance, the left, they can quote the First Amendment. They understand free speech. But how much have they silenced for us? Like, we can't say the things we want to say. We're, we're going to be shut down if we use certain words, certain vocabulary. They silenced that story about Hunter's laptop before the 2020 election. Remember that? They did it. They did it. The government silenced that story. Still doing it. They've imprisoned people who didn't even go into the Capitol on January 6th. Uh, you know what those people were doing on January 6th? They were exercising their First Amendment rights to freedom of speech and peaceful assembly. That's what they were. And, and you say, oh, people got injured. Oh, yeah, they did. They're, they're, because things happened that day. It escalated to a certain point. But they're putting people in jail that weren't even involved with that. Okay? They weren't even a part of that. And they're still putting them in jail simply because they were there. What about uh, Douglas Mackey? That name ring a bell? They just convicted that guy, Douglas Mackey. You know why? Because he simply posted a meme about Hillary Clinton in jest, and they said that's election interference. A meme. Now, from the floor of the Senate, and also in an open letter, Senate Majority Leader Chuck Schumer, he called on Rupert Murdoch that owns Fox to silence Tucker Carlson. And guess what? It happened. They fired him. They hate the fact that Elon Musk, who is, by the way, a very strong proponent of the First Amendment, they hate that he bought Twitter. What's immediately what they said? They said, oh, it's going to be covered up with the N-word and racial epithets. Finally, Republicans and conservatives can say whatever they want to say. And it, that hasn't happened, by the way. 
But they said that when Elon bought it, they said, oh, now everybody gets to use the N-word. They can quote the Second Amendment. They've been coming after your guns for years. We don't know if this thing uh, this past weekend was a false flag event. It has all the earmarks of it. All the earmarks of it. I'm, I'm not going to say that it is, but I'm just telling you, there's a lot of damn suspicious stuff. And it's funny how when this, whenever election time comes around, campaigns start getting announced, suddenly certain rhetoric starts popping up and more violence publicly starts to happen with guns, particularly AR-15s. Now, they've been coming after your guns for years, fighting against the Second Amendment. Oh, they, they want, they're not going to eradicate their security details. But they're going to get rid of your guns. They can quote the Sixth Amendment. Uh, but they had two phony impeachment trials without allowing Donald Trump's team to even confront his accusers. And then Alvin Bragg, that DA in New York, he knows the Sixth Amendment. But I guarantee you that guy will not move Donald Trump's trial out of Manhattan into a place where he has a chance of facing an impartial jury. That's guaranteed in the Sixth Amendment, but they won't live up to it. Now, the only way that our Constitution is even worth the paper it's written on is when you and all of our leaders on both sides, Republican, and Democrat, whoever they may be, whenever they accept it as the foundation upon which everything else rests. It's the only way. Albert Einstein said the strength of the Constitution lies entirely in the determination of each citizen to defend it. And only if every single citizen feels duty-bound to do his share in this defense are the constitutional rights secure? It's not secure. Now, we've had, we've had the Constitution in place in our country for 233 years. The anniversary is this month. But uh, the only reason we've had it is because we've had the ability for the majority of our citizens who have moral character and who are loyal to the document have upheld it. Now, I'm afraid we're about to change all that. Now, let me, read, let me read some stuff from the Constitution to you, okay? Let me, let me just give you some stuff from the Constitution. You ready? Fundamental human rights and freedoms are inalienable and shall be enjoyed by everyone since the day of birth. Everyone shall be guaranteed the freedom of conscience, the freedom of religion. Everyone shall be guaranteed the freedom of ideas and speech. Censorship shall be banned. The right of private property shall be protected by law. Doesn't that sound good? That's constitutional. Only problem is that's Russia. That's Russia's constitution. Now, they say it, but they don't believe it. How about this? Let me read this from the constitution. The political system of the state shall be based on the principle of political pluralism and exercising power democratically through the ballot box. Society shall be based on the basis of freedom, equality, and maintenance of human dignity of every individual. The state shall provide women with all opportunities, enabling them to effectively and fully contribute to the political, economic, social, and cultural life. Doesn't that sound good? Yeah, that's Syria. That's Syria. They say it, but they don't believe it, and they don't do it. All right, let me do, let's do this. The principle governing us uh, the government of the people, by the people, and for the people. National sovereignty belongs to the people who shall exercise it directly by way of referendum or through their representatives. Sounds great. That's Rwanda. I saw somebody get stoned in Rwanda. And I don't mean with weed. I mean murdered. Yeah. Uh, here's another one. 
invoking the protection of God in a just, federal, and decentralized state that embodies the values of freedom, independence, peace, solidarity, and the common good, holds as superior values of its legal order and actions those of life, liberty, justice, equality, solidarity, democracy, social responsibility, and in general, the preeminence of human rights, ethics, and political pluralism. Woo! I like it. Let's do that. Oh, wait, that's Venezuela. Yeah. Now they're eating their dogs. There's no human rights there. Uh, how about this? Sovereignty resides non-transferably with the people from which all the state's power emanates. The people exercise this power directly and via assemblies of people's power and other organs of the state. I love that one too, actually. That's Cuba. That's Cuba. Now, these corrupt governments, these tyrannical governments I just listed, their constitutions say the right things, but they don't do them. That's, that's just window dressing. It's just words. It doesn't count for anything. Now, Abraham Lincoln said, we the people are the rightful masters of both Congress and the courts, not to overthrow the Constitution, but to overthrow the men who pervert the Constitution. Now, listen to what he said. He said, it's not our place to overthrow the Constitution, but to overthrow the men who pervert the Constitution. I'm going to say it one more time because you ain't listening. He said it's not to overthrow the Constitution, but to overthrow the men who pervert the Constitution. Overthrow the men who pervert the Constitution. Now, I just told you, they're not, they're not living up to your constitutional rights. And so when I say words like secession or... or Convention of States or Tenth Amendment or anything like that. People say, oh, you're a traitor. You are a traitor. Sedition. No, not to overthrow the Constitution, but to overthrow the men who pervert the Constitution. That is your duty as a patriot. All right, guys. Uh, we're tackling a critical issue that's been eating away at the heart of our great nation. It's the systematic erosion of traditional masculinity. Now, it's time to put a stop to this dangerous trend and to show you how to take back your rightful place as a proud, strong American man. And so I want to introduce you to a powerful solution. It is the Black Forest Testo Stack. Listen, guys, there's still hope. The Black Forest Testo Stack is an all-powerful, all-American testosterone supplement stack, and it harnesses the might of... Turkesterone, Sistanch, and Tonkat Ali. I love those words. I love throwing them out there. Tonkat Ali. People that rule the world, like Alexander the Great took that stuff. I'm telling you, it's the truth. Uh, take over the world. It helps you get your masculinity back. You may not be able to pronounce it, but it works. It will fight the feminization epidemic. Now, that tur Turkesterone which I screw up every time, it's a potent natural anabolic compound that supports muscle growth. It enhances endurance. It bolsters testosterone levels. Sistanch is a time-tested herb that's uh, it's known to improve sexual function and uh, overall vitality. And so Genghis Khan relied on that stuff to maintain his virility and conquer new lands. So that Tonkat Ali, it's a formidable her herb. Herb. <laughs> I can't say anything today. I found that sound like Joe Biden. It was used for centuries to elevate testosterone and boost libido and relieve stress. So reclaim, reclaim it. Be a man. Be a man. And uh, you can find the link down there pinned in the, in the description of this show. 
and uh, use the discount code that's mentioned as well. Listen, I want you guys to be virile, strong, testosterone filled, moving muscle bodies of protein called men. Check it out. We'll be right back. All right. Uh, welcome back. Hey, I don't know if you guys know this or not. You're watching the Chad Prather Show. Um, I, you are. You are watching it. You may be listening to it, but this is the Chad Brather Show. This is a, we, you know what we do? We come in here every day and we just we find things to bitch about. That's what we do. Just find things to bitch about. Um, I, I, want to, uh, I want to get to the Awful Award. We got, we got a new thing called the Awful Award, the AWFL. Uh, the, uh, no, we're not ready for it, but I, we're going to do it anyway today. Um, it's, uh, it's Annoying White Female Leftists, uh, AWFL, Awful. And we're going to get to that in a minute. We're going to we're going to slowly introduce you guys to things like the awfuls and the sissies, the cisgender award. Um, but we'll get to that. I'm going to be in Kansas uh, this weekend. Thursday night show is already sold out. Saturday night, Inman, Kansas. Everybody's like, come to Wichita. Come to Salina. I split the difference. I'm going to the little town of Inman. I'm right in. The, I'm in between them. I love how when I announce that I'm going to shows and people have to tell me I'll be out of town. I, you don't have to tell me. Like, you didn't have to tell me that. They, they, like, I'll be in, you know, two weeks I'll be in, uh, well, I'm in Godly, Texas next week. So we're doing, I keep forgetting about the, we go to Del Norte at Godly. You know, we put about a thousand people out there on lawn chairs. It's going to be a beautiful spring night. That's on May 20th. We go out there and do music and we have a good time and kick up some dust. It's fun. And then that's the 20th. And then uh, on the 21st, we're doing a deal out at uh, Stacy and uh, Laura McNabb's place. It's only room for 70 people. And so, uh, just a little private, little small gathering that evening, and uh, going to have some good times out there. And then, um, but then I'm going to like Wesley Chapel, which is Tampa, and I'm like, okay, I'm coming to Tampa. Come see me, May 26th and 27th. There's four shows in two nights. And people are like, oh, you know what? I want to see you so bad, but I'll be out of town. I will. I'm not going to be there. You have to tell me when you're coming back. Yeah, like I'm going to message you, like like out of five million people. Yeah. Send me a message and let me know when you're coming to Orlando. Yeah, I'll, I'm going to put that on my list. Like, oh, for, you know, you know, Casey and Johnny Stewart, I've, I've got to message them. <laughs> I'm giving you a hard time, but go to chatpratherlive.com. Get tickets. Come hang out. Come hang out. <clears throat> and no, I'm not going to message you when I'm coming back to town. Oh, we just added Abilene for uh, for June 8th. So we're doing Abilene. We're doing Lawton, Oklahoma. Going to go get a little meth. Uh, and then... Uh, yeah, we're going to do a little meth and do a show up there. That's the Buckwild. This is the last weekend of the Buckwild. We're doing um, Thursday, Friday, Saturday. We're doing um, Abilene out at Potosi, which is always sold out. So if you're going to that, you better get the ticket quick. Soon as they announce, it sells out. And that's a Thursday night. Then we're doing uh, Lawton, Oklahoma at the Vasca Theater on Friday night. And then on the 10th, we're doing Arlington Music Hall here in Arlington, Texas. So we're bouncing around. I'm telling you, I'm doing a Small Town 2023. That's the tour. I'm bouncing all these little places. Arlington's about the biggest place I'm going to. I'm not even when I go to Tampa, I'm not even going to Tampa. I'm going to Wesley Chapel. So, uh, but I'm flying into Tampa, and uh, a lot of you love to tell me you won't be in town. But uh, ChadPratherLive.com, or if you're feeling frisky, go to ChadPads.com. ChadPads.com. Oh boy! And uh, speaking of that, I had to get on today. I had to get on, and I had to book a flight to Tampa. Uh, to Tampa, I, I had to I had to go from Houston to Tampa, and airline prices are a little bit ridiculous. For, they have been for a minute, but um, 
Yeah, I, I, you know, Joe Biden has it under control. Now, we may be headed towards World War III. We don't know. We don't know what's going to happen in the future. Uh, the banks are collapsing. But Joe is focused on the big issues. Title 42 is coming down on Thursday. And, you know, there are going to be 750,000 new neighbors coming into the country. But Joe is focused on the stuff that matters. And uh, he's got a mandatory proposal. In fact, play the clip. Later this year, my administration will propose a historic new rule that will make it mandatory, not voluntary, but mandatory for all U.S. airlines to compensate you with meals, hotels, taxis, ride shares, or re- and rebooking fees, and cash, miles, and or travel vouchers whenever they're the ones to blame for the cancellation or delay. And that's all on top of refunding the cost of your ticket. Airline passengers in Canada, for example, the European Union, and other places already get these compensations. And guess what? It works. One study found that the European Union required airlines to compensate passengers for flight delays. The number of flight delays went down. I love socialism. I just love Marxist socialism, man. Uh, so if there's a cancellation, I mean, you know, God forbid something happens. There's a, you know, th- this private company, the airline has an issue that they have to cancel a flight because, well, it's not profitable to take this flight or there's a staffing issue or God forbid mechanical or a storm. They're going to, they're going to, they're going to give you a hotel. They're going to give you an Uber, a taxi. They're going to feed you. They're going to suck you off. I mean, it's amazing. All the stuff you're going to get. I'm going to be canceling flights every week. I'm getting Korean massages. It'll be me and, you know, the owner of the New England Patriots up there getting the shooky, shooky, shaky, shaky. Yeah, me and Bob Kraft are going to get a happy ending after the air, after the flight, dude. Canceled. Uh, we hate to inform you, but uh, our flight has been canceled. Yes. I get a massage. Ah. But no, Joe Biden's going to deal with the airlines. He's going to make sure these private companies are there to kiss your ass. Now, I can't even begin to tell you what that's going to do to me and my fellow travelers when it comes to booking flights to places like Tampa. Suddenly, my $1,000 first class round trip from Houston, the four hours I spend in the sky, is going to now cost me twice that. It is going to cost me twice that, Chris. It's just going to go shoom. So way to kill the airlines, Joseph. Way to kill the airlines. He's going to kill the hotels, too. Every hotel. You know, there's. I stay in hotels every day of my life. I stay in the hotels. Uh, I stay in nice hotels. I'm, I'm a Hilton guy. I'm a Marriott guy. I try to collect the points. I just stay in a Sheraton from time to time. But try to keep it, you know, in a deal. I know there's going to be people of you, people out there going to say, oh, but those companies, they do this and they, oh, shut up, shut up, shut up. Every company does something bullshit, okay? They all do. But I don't want to stay at the Super 8. I, I've done it. I don't want to stay at the Jackson Inn. At Jackson Inn, Jackson, Tennessee, the old hickory. I, I, I don't want to eat the $3 steak and listen to the lounge singer. I don't want to flip the mattress. I don't want to have to do any of that stuff. I, I don't want I don't want to uh, park next to the 18-wheeler. God bless you, you know, you guys that are driving the 18-wheeler, but you have your home. It's in the truck. I don't want to have to park there and then, you know, walk through God knows what 
just to walk into a motel and then push the dresser in front of the door to make sure that my booty hole don't get violated. These aren't the airlines for crying out loud. It's a hotel. I want to make sure that I'm safe, right? So I try to pick a select, you know, a nicer hotel. I'm at a point in life where at my age, I, I want some amenities, okay? But now Joe Biden has said all of these, all of these fees, these resort fees, these taxes, these, you know, extras that go on there yeah they can be a little bit exorbitant i know that but you you could just stay home these things like you know that continental breakfast and you know sometimes even the hot breakfast that you get uh sometimes the little amenities that are waiting on you the little soaps and the showers that you steal all of these nice things you know these these resort fees joe's getting rid of all of that so guess what all of your nicer hotels are now going to look like a shithole too they're going to, and they're just going to drive the, you know, I mean, are you stupid? Do you know where they're going to, they're going to make up the cost, right? Just, they're just going to charge more for you to stay there. But Joe is there with the solution, man. I mean, you're drowning. I get it. You're drowning out there in inflation and, you know, can't afford anything. And, oh, I, I get it. I saw, I saw the job numbers, unemployment's down to what, zero Point zero one percent. I know Joe Biden's job creation record is phenomenal, but amazingly, people have less in their pocket. And things are more expensive. It's ridiculous. And it's only going to get higher because guys like Joe and his administration, they don't care if you can afford it or not. They don't realize that there's people like me that I actually have to travel for a living. That's that's what I do. And so, you know, it's going to kill everything. It's going to trickle down to a lot of stuff. You, you think concert tickets are expensive now? Wait till the people who are traveling to put on those shows and do live entertainment have to absorb those costs and, and start charging more in the tickets for you to go to these things. More on their merchandise. It's, it's all connected. And I, I could run those numbers all day long. But don't worry. Joe's got a happy ending waiting for you at the end of the tarmac. As soon as your plane gets canceled. It's fantastic, man. I love this. It's exciting stuff. Let's, you know what? I want to talk to a member of Congress. I want to get a member of Congress on the phone. Uh, maybe we'll do that in the next segment. And, and see if we can talk about some of this stuff. All right? Let's just, let's, I'll tell you what, let's do. Let's flip a coin and just see if we can find a congressperson. Let's just, let's just, let's just, find, let's just find a map of Congress with all the pictures on there, and let's just throw a dart. We'll just find somebody. I don't, even, I don't even care who they are. Let's just say, all right, so when we come back, let's see if we can get somebody from Congress on the phone. All right? Hang tight. Uh, wait, before we go anywhere, we got to do this. Uh, Relief Factor. I love Relief Factor. My mother called me the other day. She said, can I get – I'm going to order Relief Factor. I said, Mom, I got some sample packs. I'll send it to you. She goes, nope, I'm ordering it. She knows what it's done for me. My brother calls me up. He's like, I need some relief factor. He goes, I, it, will it help me? I said, it will help you, dude. I said, it helped me. I believe it'll help you. I'll send you some sample packs. He said, no, I'm going to order it. Listen, guys, you don't have to live in pain. You don't have to just suck it up and go with it. You don't have to let pain from inflammation steal the joy out of your life and take your motivation out of living. 
It's awful. Don't do it. And it doesn't have to be that way. Relief factor can reduce your pain. It's a great way to do it. Now, that pain is probably caused by the inflammation in your joints. When you take relief factor as directed, you may absolutely change your life. Now, it's not a drug, but it is developed by doctors. It reduces inflammation in your body. And 70% of the people who take it will keep ordering it because guess what? It works. Now, if you're living with pain, Try the three-week quick start. It's only $19.95. It's a trial pack, and you go to you get it by going to relieffactor.com. My aunt even called me on the phone. She said, there's no place to put in, like, your promo code. I said, there's not one. Just order it, relieffactor.com, or call them on the phone, 800, the number 4, relief. We'll be right back. All right, fine. We couldn't get anybody on the phone. Couldn't do it. I texted people and everything. Couldn't get them. Uh, Marsha Blackburn was busy. Uh, Marjorie Taylor Greene was out doing something. Uh, Lauren Boebert did say she'll join us in a couple weeks. Next week. Next week. Lauren Boebert will be with us next week. Um, anyway, we'll get some people. They're busy. But uh, I have issues on this thing. I have some serious issues on what's going on. Now, I don't like the fact that we have to, you know, our, our choices for president so far, mm, I'm voting for, I'm, I'm, I, dude, I, it's insane. I mean, every poll has Trump way out in front of everything. And, you know, listen, only uh, only 32% of Democrats, this is an ABC poll, only 32% of Democrats believe Joe Biden is mentally competent enough to run again. Um, I mean, the dude is as dull as a butter knife, the backside of a butter knife, the handle of the butter knife. Uh, he's not there. Do you see him trying to pronounce the eight? Pronounce the Asian names? Oh my God. I do. I, it's in, I mean, like I'm. You talking about secondhand embarrassment? I'm like, ah, oh, bro. He like closed his eyes, and you could see the wheels turning, like the hamster's dead on the wheel, just flopping around, just spinning. And he closed his eyes because he's like, God, I'm effing this up. I'm effing this up. I can't believe I'm doing this again. Oh, I'm messing up this person's name. It's like, bro, you didn't proofread this at all. I mean, I, I can't pronounce the supplements we sell, but... Tertesterone. Tertesterone. I know, I know what it is. It's okay. Alex messed that ad read up like six times oh, when he tried stopped. to do Turkesterone. it. Yeah, so you're still, you're still a little above him. Yeah, yeah, so I, I get it. Now, a long cat, <laughs> chi, whatever. <laughs> Nobody can pronounce that stuff, but Ta I do take it and it works. Tonkat Ali. It sounds like Muhammad Ali's weird cousin. Yeah, Tonkat Ali. Yeah. It works. Um, I like it. I have a libido. Come at me. Who wants to sex this right now? Get a congressperson on the phone. Get somebody. Lauren Boebert. Get, get Lauren Boebert right now. Lauren has a giant husband and she carries a gun. Never mind. Scrap that. Who would be your next pick in Congress? Like if you had to do it. Like uh, if you George, had to shake oh, one down. George Santos. Easy. You would have sex with George Santos? Oh, I, have, I thought you meant have him on. I no, mean, no, maybe no. He'd, he'd come up with a good story for it. Why not? Yeah. <clears throat> he's yeah. He, he's no. I, I mean, I'm trying to be infamous. No, I'm talking about my long cat Ali stuff. I want to get. I want to. I'm gonna. Yeah. I mean, maybe Maya Flores. Ma she's nice. I like her. Who? Maya Flores. Oh yeah, she's not in Congress anymore though. No. She's not. Myra, yeah, I love Myra. She's a good friend. She's awesome. She's a sweet girl. She's a sweetheart. I can't even think of her in those terms. Um, AOC. AOC. Sure. I mean, that's the obvious answer, yeah. I would think. Oh! Yeah. Oh, uh, um, 
uh, Luna, Anna Paulina. Ooh, yeah. That's a good one. Yeah, she's, she's a friend, too. She's, yeah. Yeah. I mean, Nancy's got the heavies. I love Nancy. Well, that's, that. you know what? It's like Benjamin Franklin said, and I'm paraphrasing. Uh, it, it's, it's all, it's all gray in the, uh, in the shadows of night. <laughs> that, that was basically his Bro. way of saying it. it doesn't matter if they're young or they're old. I just want to. Benjamin Franklin in his, uh, in his, uh, almanacs, he, uh, he said some interesting things oh, about sexual innuendo. He was awesome. Ben Franklin's one of my favorite Americans because he's yeah. a wild dude. Had some stuff to say. Yeah. <laughs> um, if you think about, uh, if you go back and read the stuff that was going on in the Revolutionary War times, like I'm currently reading um, Killing Washington, and uh, regardless of what you think about um, uh, Bill O'Reilly, he's got some great books out there, very insightful to the human side of history. And so I'm reading uh, Killing Washington right now, and like uh, – Beacon Hill in the Boston area, that was that was like whore town or whatever they called it. Like that was everybody had syphilis. Everybody was I mean, they were just crawling with this stuff. And it didn't matter if you were a loyalist or a federalist or it didn't matter if you were a colonist or a Brit. I mean, they they the whores were they were non discriminating. And I mean it was knee deep. And so you no no, hang on. It, yeah, well, I mean you can in certain places. Uh but you you can you can get very developed venereal disease these days, very sophisticated, hard to kill actually. Um, but I'll say this: the um, <laughs> uh, like if you go back and read like Thomas Jefferson's history, and I'm not just talking about him and Sally Hemings, I'm talking about like his father, and like like th these people were doing some things, man. So now you got Donald Trump in his deposition that happened a few months ago where they're asking him about his famous grab him by the pussy statement. And um, they, 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 they double down on it. Now, here's the thing. If you're going to double down on Trump, uh, this is a dude who's been doubling down his whole life <laughs> and sometimes doubling up. Now, he doesn't care. So if you, they're like, I can't believe he's saying these things. Well, I mean, I wish that wasn't what we were having to deal with in this conversation, but you're going to double down. And Trump, he says what he says. And uh, here was what he said about the so-called rape. Play the clip. She actually indicated that she loved it. Okay. She loved it until commercial break. In fact, I think she said it was sexy, didn't she? It was very sexy to be raped. Didn't you say that? So, sir, I just want to confirm. It's your testimony that E. Jean Carroll said that she loved being sexually assaulted by you? Well, based on her interview with Anderson Cooper, I believe that's what took place. You, we, can, we can define. Now, to be clear, he's not saying he raped her. No. He's saying that according to her interview, she said she, she was after it. She wanted it. I, where's the lie? Now, uh... He goes on to say she wasn't his first choice. Play the clip. When you said in that video that Ms. Leeds would not be your first choice, you were referring to her physical looks, correct? Just the overall. Not, I, I look at her. I see her. I hear what she says. Whatever. You wouldn't be a choice of mine either, to be honest with you. I hope you're not insulted. I would not, under any circumstances, have any interest in you. I'm, being, I'm honest when I say it. Uh, she, I would not have any interest in. <laughs> I mean, quite honestly, you're not my type.
You're not my type. I hope you're not offended by that. I don't want to rape you. I don't want to have sex with you. I don't want to touch you. I wouldn't talk to you. I mean, in the context of general sexual relations. No. Um. <laughs> Please play it. And you do say in the video that as part of trying to have sex with this woman, you took her furniture shopping, correct? Uh, we actually did look for furniture, yes. So... <laughs> That was true. You actually took this woman in. I think so. I mean, it's been a long time ago. It's how long was it? Long time ago. But I think so. I do think so. Is that the only occasion when you took a woman shopping? I think so. <laughs> and you say, and again, this has become very famous in this video, I just start kissing them. It's like a magnet. Just kiss. I don't even wait. And when you're a star, they let you do it. You can do anything. Grab them by the pussy. You can do anything. That's what you said, correct? Well, historically, that's true with stars. It's true with stars that, that they can grab women by the pussy? Well, that's what, it's, if you look over the last million years, I guess that's been largely true. Not always, but largely true. Unfortunately or fortunately. <laughs> and you consider yourself uh, to be a star? I think you can say that, yeah. <laughs> favorite line dude is what he says unfortunately or fortunately <laughs> unfortunately you get to grab him by the pussy uh, maybe fortunately i don't know it's pretty fortunate from time to time he's the best we need him back we dude, just we need him back just for the quotes I, dude i say it on stage all the time for the comic value alone ah uh, oh my him. gosh hey guys for those of you who have daughters uh before you let them go out with a billionaire clean your guns clean your guns all right uh it's a necessary hassle in life and owning a gun is a dirty job you got to do it patches are messy the rope cleaning elements don't work so good you need barrel buddy um <clears throat> i want you to check them out and give them a shot barrel buddy compresses to fill the interior of your gun's barrel and it cleans the rifling grooves as well it comes in seven different sizes to match any caliber firearm and barrel buddy is composed of polymers that don't leave behind the residual particles so it's safer and uh, it cleans by scrubbing and collecting the particulates then absorbs any remaining residue and buffs the interior of the surface clean. So you can even lubricate your firearm while you are cleaning. So listen, it's important to clean your gun if you're going to be a responsible gun owner. And Barrel Buddy, excuse me, is a totally new concept and it's a better way to take care of your firearm. So get some today. I guarantee you're going to love them. I want you to go to BarrelBuddy.com. That's BarrelBuddy.com. We'll be right back. All right, I uh, I told you that we <laughs> we need to uh, give out an awful AWFL the awful uh, and uh, annoying white female leftists. Uh, I let's let's when I think that there's so many that come to mind, uh, but particularly I've been stewing on this this week is uh, Chelsea Clinton, <laughs> orange tooth. And it's, come on, girl, you can afford the dental work. White, some teeth whitener. Call Dylan Mulvaney and get some teeth whitener. Um, play, play the clip with Chelsea. I do think, though, you know, when you ask about the role of public-private partnerships kind of uh, after the last few years, I think we spend so much time, understandably, uh, focused on the mRNA vaccines and technologies. I spend a lot of time thinking about um, the really uh, unfortunate to try to use a not- uh, too judgmental word, 
um, kind of rise in not only kind of vaccine hesitancy and questioning, but outright kind of um, rejection of vaccines and of kind of science and the scientific kind of process, and also too often on our scientists, our epidemiologists, our frontline healthcare workers. And so I do think um, we need to have a much more robust conversation um, and sense of urgency, uh, because I think we are less prepared today than we were arguably um, in January of 2020, partly because of the kind of um, lack of, of trust and confidence in, uh, in not only our scientists, um, but in, in science itself, um, and certainly in the public health professionals. And so I think we need kind of the public sector to hopefully stop doing things like stripping away public health emergency powers from state public health agencies. But we also need the private sector to help candidly like do a better job of helping yeah. Yeah. This is the same girl who last week said that you need to force jab your children. You just need to force. Everybody just needs to be forced jabbed. Um, now. Now, let me use the Twitter Riri leftist logic here and their rhetoric and say, where did she get her medical degree? Where did you study science and medicine? When did you become an epidemiologist? When did you become a virologist? When, when did you become an expert on vaccines? Who the F are you? You just happen to be maybe the president's kid. We're not sure. We're not sure. I'm not sure she is. I mean, you talk about forced jabs. The Clintons do love to do that. <laughs> they do love it. Bill Clinton loves yeah. to stick his wiener in a lot of places, man. <laughs> and uh, he has forced jabbed a lot. Um, <laughs> the, yeah, and I, and I'm not convinced that's Bill's daughter, but that's another story for another day. You could do your own research and I'm probably right now. <clears throat> this whole nonsense now, now, now Chelsea, here's the issue that I have. And here's why you're awful. The reason, the reason you're awful is because you're wrong and you're sitting up there with a pompous sense of superiority with a lot of patronizing condescension telling everybody what they should do in getting a medical procedure that may or may not have anything to do with their healthy lifestyles. Now, uh, you are pushing something that even Anthony Fauci has said he never forced anybody to do anything. Um, well, they, they sort of have, and they've been over backwards trying to do it. Now, the Biden administration itself has just in the last week uh, lifted the emergency mandates. And not only that, the World Health Organization has come out and said it's no longer a global medical emergency. So which is it? So if I am still going to be forced jabbed or I have got to have everybody from the private sector to the government sector telling me that I have to have a certain medical procedure that I don't think is good for me, well, if you're going to keep pushing that nonsense then I think you're awful. So you deserve that award. Now, I could recommend a lot of things, Chelsea, that you could do to yourself, like whiten your freaking teeth. But I bet you don't. I bet you don't. And you're like, well, that doesn't affect any. Oh, it does. I have to look at that. <laughs> the world has to look at your mouth. And it's scary. It's scary. So whiten your teeth, fix your teeth, fix your face, fix your mouth. Do something. For God's sake, do something. If you're going to continue to be in the public eye, please cosmetically do something to your face. 
you got daddy's money or daddy's money. <laughs> Exploit some more Haitians. Yeah. Uh, so, uh, yeah, uh, I'm not listening to anybody else's kids. Um, now, if we want to talk about stupid stuff, there's a California activist who wants $200 million in reparations. And you know what? Who doesn't, really? <laughs> I'm thinking of moving back and just doing blackface, to be completely Dude, I'm honest. Dude, I'm bro. I'm telling you, I am so going to California for if 1. they do this. For 1.2 mil, I'll risk the blackface. I'm telling you. Like, you can hate me for the rest of my life. Yeah, I don't I care. Will go, I'll go hide out with my brothers with my fist. <laughs> there it is. I, I will pull a Rachel Dolethal so fast. <laughs> I, will, I will kink up my hair. I ain't even got none. I'll kink it right up. I'll go get a perm right now. I will. Yeah. I'll go get tight curls. Jerry curl everything. Yeah. yeah. And uh, I'll be black. I will be black. And you know what? The people, <laughs> people, people in my life that are black, they'd love me for it because they know I'm generous. Oh, of course. They'd be like, yeah, Chad, go get that money. Yeah. Go get that money. But play that clip. Mm, if you the have equivocal it. number, the equivocal number from the 1860s for 40 acres today is $200 million for each and every African-American. You're not supposed to be afraid. <laughs> You're not supposed to be afraid. You're just supposed to tell the truth. You're not supposed to be the gatekeepers. Yeah, $200 million. That's the That's today's equivalent of 40 acres on a mule. Uh -huh. Yeah, I'm, I read the math on this, and I think it came out to $420 trillion <laughs> to do that. That dude can't even speak publicly. What's he think he's worth $200 million for? I mean, like, they have to know that's not a real number, yeah, right? Yeah, it's not a real number. And he didn't pick the cotton. Yeah. California wasn't a slave state. It's not a slave state. Yeah. They never had slaves. Yeah. At a certain point, it's got to be like, hey, man, you know why no one wants to have this conversation? Because you want $200 million a person. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, dude, I, it, yeah. listen, California couldn't afford the Raiders. Yeah. They can't come up with $800 billion to pay all the black people. It wasn't people. that much cotton. Yeah. There's, there's a lot of logic there that we could use. And with, with tongue planted firmly in cheek, we just say, it's all bullshit. All right. You got to do business with who you can trust. People that share your values. And the founder of Texas Superfoods is a veteran. He's a Texan. He's a homeopathic doctor. He's committed his life to help you get out of the American medical system and take your health into your own hands. So he developed Texas Superfoods. It's a vine ripe and antioxidant rich, raw natural fruit and vegetable supplement. And you know you got to keep your immune system strong. We learned that in the last couple of years because they crammed it in our face nonstop. But it's true. There's a bunch of crap on the market that tries to fix symptoms to your health issues, but it keeps you sick. Now, the simple truth is your body, when properly fed, it's got an amazing ability to ward off and fight disease. I take Texas Superfoods. I want you to take Texas Superfoods. My body gets what it's need because I'm a... It, look at me. I look amazing. So I want I want you to give them a try and feel as good as I do. Go to TexasSuperfoods.com. What I say? TexasSuperfoods.com. Give them a try. It works. We'll be right back.
All right, guys, go to chadpraytherlive.com. I'll be in Kansas this week. Uh, come check it out. And then, of course, we will be in uh, Godly, Texas. Uh, all that information is on the website. But then come hang out with me in Tampa over there in Wesley Chapel at Side Splitters. Two nights, four shows, going to be a big time. And then tons of stuff coming. We'll be in Biloxi on the 17th of June as well as on the 24th. And when I say we, I mean me and Zach Rushing coming at you at both of those places, and they will sell out along with Abilene and Lawton and Arlington, Texas. So many cool dates that are coming up. I want you to check them out. Uh, anyway, go to blazetv.com slash Chad. Use promo code Chad. Subscribe. I do not want you to miss anything that we have going on. And trust me when I tell you, behind the uh, behind the subscription wall there, there's a lot with overtime. So be sure that you subscribe. Use promo code Chad. And uh, tomorrow we will get back into it. Until then, I love you. God bless you. Bye. Bye.